Hey everyone, it's Amani Magria. This is a little late segment, actually, because tomorrow's my birthday, and so I won't really be on here. And I'm turning 26 in officially two hours. So I want to wish or thank everyone that's wished me happy birthday so far, because I know a lot of people that are from either time zones that are way ahead of ours here in um, New Jersey. So I've seen your happy birthdays. I'll normally respond to your comments much later but thank you I really appreciate it um I also will share later after this segment one of my favorite songs it was literally my anthem actually I found the song like or started really religiously listening to it maybe a few months ago and but it's by IU one of my favorite South Korean um pop stars I love her it's by her featuring uh, G-Dragon. I like him. He's one of my favorite uh, Korean rappers. Um, I think I mentioned in one of my previous shows that I have this like kind of addiction for K-pop. But I liked her way before I even knew what K-pop was. Like, I was listening to her before I started the whole K-pop um, group fan. Um, fad. So... Yeah, I really love her music. I really love everything she's about. And she's like, I think she's the exact same age as me. She might be a few months younger, but I'm pretty sure we're around the same age. But I really love this song because it's like, I can relate to everything in it. Like, majority of it, I can relate to. So, I just want to talk about this segment, just about like how it feels to be in your mid-20s and how it feels to actually, like, you know, you're not really... A complete like you're adult but you're not like considered like you're, you're kind of in the middle between being at an adolescence and being like you know you're in your mid-20s you're kind of like in a, a limbo between being like 30 your 30s and being adolescent so for your party days and being like a straightforward like you have to be on point like everyday reality adult now in my case i'm kind of like in that i'm in that mind frame anyway of being like 100 percent, you know serious adult i don't think i, I think my party days are 100 percent behind me i don't even like partying to celebrate my birthday i've mentioned many times in recordings that i like very simple things like i like going to like maybe um a museum or something like that's culturally or mentally stimulating in a way that I can have fun that way because I have fun by learning things more than I do by just going out and partying like I feel like when I go out and drink and party with my friends I'm like I did this like years ago I don't want to do this anymore like or if we do it do some place that we haven't been to I'm done with going to like Hoboken New York but I will say I am a sucker for going out like dancing to like bachata merengue and I, I don't mind going to clubs for that but then I won't really drink that much because if I'm gonna be dancing, I don't wanna be completely fucking drunk while I'm dancing that. But I do love going out and dancing for that. I think it's the only thing that I will actually say, alright. But it has to be like an authentic club where it's like it's mostly people dancing bachata merengue. Like if I see people like dry humping each other on the floor, then I'm leaving. Like if it's majority of that and you might have like a small group of people dancing bachata merengue, I'm out. So in the next um recording I'm gonna really talk about like you know how it feels to be 26 and 
like you're in your mid-twenties and with the feeling it is. Especially since I'm like a sing like well not really single. We'll go into that. Like how it feels to be like kind of an independent twenty-five year old slash twenty-six year old. Like I'm in that that moment of independence. So how it feels to be like that. So I'll talk more about that in the next recording. So I was basically talking about like how it feels to be 25 going to 26 or being in your mid-20s. It's different than when you're going, like the closer you get to 30, you feel like, oh shit, I'm 30. Like if, you know, if I'm still single by then, you feel like, oh, I don't, I'm not like, you know, with anyone. I'm like, you know, I'm almost 30. I should be having like a family or whatever, married, whatever. Like those are when the pressures hit. 25, 26, it's like, you know, I'm really not in a hurry. You know, I want to take care. You're more focused instead of you getting married and engaged. Even though I see a lot of my friends, like, well, not really my close friends, but I see a lot of people I went to school with getting engaged, getting married, which is fine with them. If that's what you want to do, that's what you do. You want to do. But the one thing I remember a lot of my professors saying and a lot of my mentors saying is that this is the time that you need to focus on yourself. This is the time you need to focus on your goals. So heavy commitments like marriage and engagements and stuff like that is like when you're taking that type of commitment you have to make sure that you're 100 percent ready like you have your shit together and you're prepared to any steps because once you take that extra step like a marriage expect that a baby's not that far along you know mentally i think i'm prepared to have a child or to prepare to get engaged or whatever but Physically, I feel like I have so much more that I want to accomplish before I take that step, including like making sure that the person that I'm with is the right person. Like I said before, I kind of not, I'm single, but kind of not single. I'm in the dating zone with someone I really like. I've known him for years uh, through martial arts. So it's kind of like we understand each other, but we still don't know each other. Like we've dated before, but it's like how we were before, we were much younger how we are now is different so we're kind of like rediscovering one another even though currently he's taking care of family overseas in japan so i won't see him till december but it makes it convenient for me because then i can focus on my schoolwork while at the same time you know i can balance our relationship a long distance like i'm really good balancing long distance relationships i've never had that problem so i know how to balance the two um but at the same time, I can we're in an understanding that we can kind of do what we want to do. And that doesn't mean people, like, you know, people, like, it's not like that. Because we're both people that's not, like, we're very loyal people. So it's like, it's not like, oh, yeah, you can fuck up whoever you want and that's okay. No, I mean, like, we can focus on our lives and not have to worry about, oh, I need you calling, like, every five seconds to validate that you care about me. You know? And that's what I like about from a person like I need somebody that it's like you can trust them and they can trust you enough to be like you know even though you're not messaging me every five minutes that I know that you're still thinking about me like it's fine for you like if you think you see something that makes you think about me and you send it to me that's fine but I don't need to message you multiple times in a day just to let you know that thinking about you you know once a day that's fine 
but even if it's like, you know, if I don't hear from you for a day or so, that's fine because I know that you're busy and he knows that I'm busy. So we have the understanding. That's why I like adult relationships. There's so much, or at least mine, they're so understanding. Even my last relationship, it was all about, you know, understanding one another and understanding that we're both busy in our lives. So we kind of worked around that. But being 25, I feel like I'm in the chill zone. That's why I love Palette, this song, which I'll talk more about in the next part of this segment. But I just feel like I'm just so much more mellow than I was when I was younger because I was a little spitfire. With, like, I just did everything that came to my mind. I, like I said many times before, I would not get along with my younger self. Like, I probably would be the older sister that would just smack myself and be like, what the fuck are you doing half the time? <laughs> stop being so fucking spunty. Just stop it. Cool the fuck down. Calm your hormones. That would be me right now. This is my current self. So I'll talk a little bit more about that and about why I relate to, like, I use palette and why I'd probably still be playing it even as 26 in the next part of my segment. I told you guys about this um, song Palette by IU and featuring G Dragon that I was like lit- literally obsessed with. Like I play it like to this day, I think I've played it as like almost a countdown to my 26th birthday because it really describes me, even though she's talking about her being 25, like how she she's changed from being 18 to how she is now in like her mid 20s and 25, like it literally says like, you know, I'm 25, you know, I love it, I'm 25, It as her um, chorus, part of her chorus, and it's basically her telling that even though she's 25, there's still a lot of stuff from when she was 18 she likes, like, she still likes listening to, like, um, Corin, Belly Ray, which I do too, I'm not gonna lie, I still love her music, you know, I will sit there, I, I will listen to her, um, Michelle Branch, a lot of the ones that uh, Natasha Bedingfield is one of the ones that I still listen to Unwritten and um, like basically her whole Unwritten album I also listen to I Bruise Easily and These Words like religiously like that's on my playlist that will never go away I, I probably when I get inspired to write those are like the three songs that I listen to on my playlist so I even like her new her song that she I think she did it last year Hope that really is like, I love her music. But, like, I was like, damn, like, I I can relate. Because I might be 25, but I still like listening to a lot of stuff that I listened to when I was, like, 18, 14, 15, 16, when I was younger than 18. So, I understand that. And then she says, instead of, like, she she used to like hot pink. But now she, like, really likes deep purple. Now, me on this thing, like, you'll see me sometimes with, like, a lot of pink stuff. Most likely, that's because they never had purple. I'm a really purple person. I went through a phase where I used to, when I was younger, I always loved yellow. Then after that, I kind of liked purple, pink was my thing. So it was a mix. And then, like, recently, like, for a while, I was just wearing pink. and Well, it was still pink and purple, but more pink because nobody really had purple. And, but my... 
I feel like I've never really strayed far from purple. I've always loved purple. I like any shade of purple. So, I I can understand it. Like, I like purple a lot more than I like hot pink. I'm not really a pink person, but if they don't have purple, then I'm like, fuck. Alright, let me deal with this. <laughs> then I'll use this. And then she goes on and say how she likes um, colorful palettes instead of paintings. And she likes makeup. Like, she likes lipstick and stuff like that that and she also likes a lot of other things like I can agree with that because I do like lipstick a lot more than I did before I always used to like glosses or just like um barely any lip makeup and now I'm really creative with my lip makeup if you ever see my like selfies I always outline my lips and do the makeup or I want to start actually using the two-toned the Korean lipstick because I really think that that's so beautiful and it's like it's the reverse of what I do with my lips like I make it lighter on the inside and darker on the outside so I want to see how they will look on my lip type because I have full lips but I completely related to that and also she goes on to say like she likes older stuff yes I do love older stuff I definitely love older music I love listening to, to things like Frank Sinatra I like listening to Nat and Cole. I like listening to Louis Armstrong. A lot of old songs. I even like watching old movies. So I like a lot of old things. Like now, I, I've been that way for a few years now. And I've noticed as I get older, like, this is what I like. Like, this is, I can connect to that. She says she likes short hair now instead of the long hair but I'm actually going in the reverse because I had already did that like a few years ago the short hair and now I'm just trying to grow it out back to my long hair I'm even tomorrow I'm gonna change up my hair so I'm going back to my natural hair hair color and then I'm gonna cut it into layers long layers so my hair can grow out again but I don't really think like I'm more into the long hair now because I think I've already done the short hair a while ago so that's where we differ in the song. But I really like listening to that song. I could really relate to everything that she was talking about. I'll talk a little bit more about it in the next recording. So, like I was saying before, I was kind of discussing it, like how I relate to IU's song Palette featuring G-Dragon. So, despite everything, she's t- talking about the various things that she liked from 18 and things that she likes now compared to how she liked it before. And she goes back and forth making these comparisons. But then she also talks about how even though despite all these things, she has a little sense of like who she is as a person like she knows people like her she knows people might not like her but that doesn't matter because she has a sense of who she is she already knows a little bit of who she is as a person and that's why I like I really like G Dragon's um rap part in this even though he's not in it and he kind of relates that you know how it's a lot different like where she is right now in life is a lot different than how she was before because when she was younger and stuff like when they were kids they might get reprimanded for doing stupid shit and sorry for my language but yeah for doing stupid shit and (laughs) but now she's kind of like in the limbo she's not really a kid anymore and she's not really an adult like a full-blooded adult 
she's kind of in that area where she's like fully bloomed she's fully like she's conscious of who she is as a person she's beautiful people love her there are a lot of people that love her regardless of how she feels right now that she doesn't really have to you know worry about being who she is because she's comfortable enough with who she is and there's people out there that love her for who she is because he's 30 and he knows like he feels like he's not prepared for being 30 which I don't believe that because he looks like extremely young and adorable I'm like yeah you look younger than I am there's no way in hell you're five years older than me (laughs) but that's a different topic but he goes on basically telling her like you know you don't have to be insecure about who you are or you don't have to worry about it because people love you regardless of this you're beautiful you're talented you know who you are and people love you for you And that's what matters. And she, the whole reason I like it is because it resonates with me so much. Because even though I might not have everything figured out right now, or not everything accomplished that I want to accomplish yet, I know that I have a great sense of who I am. Like there's stuff that I probably wouldn't have done earlier because I'd be afraid of how people think about me. Where right now I'm like, I don't give two shits. Sorry again for the language. But that's just how I am. Like, I feel like I have a sense of self of who I am that I don't really let people's opinions, negative or positive, affect my mindset. Like, positive, I take it in and I'm thankful for it. Like, positive critiques, like, I really cherish those. But I don't let it really affect me in positive or negative comments in a way that it changes who I am because I have a strong sense of who I am at 25 going to on 26 and that's why I really relate to her song because she's basically saying that even though I have these similarities with how I was before and I'm very different you know I still like I think I have a great sense of who I am like regardless of what people think about me I know who I am or I have I know a little bit more about who I am as a person so that's not gonna change like what people say like if they like me if they hate me it's not going to change who I am because I already know a little bit of who I am as a person so that's why I think even since 26 even though I'm not going to be 25 anymore I'm still going to be listening to the song like religiously because I love the song just the meaning in it alone is enough now it's in Korean so if you don't understand Korean um I will I do have the video on my um Twitter and I also have it on my Facebook. So you could watch it on there and you can activate the captions on that video. That's why I put that on there. So you can see the English captions and understand what what she's saying. So you can go along with the captions and stuff like that. It's a really interesting... On here, of course, you can't do that. But <laughs> it's a very amazing beat. It's catchy. So... But... I, I really love this song. It's just my my complete addiction. Now, in the next part of my segment, I'm gonna talk a little bit more about like how I feel about being becoming 26. So I want to talk about basically how being 20, 
25 or going to 26 or being well I'm not 26 yet so one o'clock I'll be 26 but the difference between how I was before like at 18 I was like you know the world's like I can do anything that I wanted like I can be the queen of my castle I can be whatever I want and I was very very like spontaneous very like I spoke what was on my mind I was straightforward you know and I never really let anything stop me but that came with a lot of reality checks up to like about 21 I think I really started calming down like 21 22 because I think 22 I was in a really serious relationship uh, yeah 22 24 I was in a really serious relationship with an older guy so it was just like a lot of the things he kept me grounded kind of gave me a reality check that was my first real adult relationship so it was just really eye-opening and it really helped me help mold me to the person who I am today helped me kind of slow down observe a little bit more of like the world around you not to be so like don't act first like you know think about it first observe analyze and then go on you know and have your goals set in a way that you can you know accomplish it keep it written down so that way you can accomplish it a lot more um but it was just really even though we're not together now we're still friends but it was probably one of my most um it was a turning point in my life because I learned to kind of in a way how to alter my personality so that I could fit into reality and try to discover a little bit what's my purpose like what is it that I've always tried to do that I should try like that I want to fight for that I would that I want to try to accomplish and that was like you know kind of my martial arts at the same time with but mostly like my writing like I wanted to get my writing out there I got my book out there my secrets of my heart last year and now I'm working on my novel so that during that time I was able to kind of put my thoughts together and kind of work vigorously to try you know I wanted to I submitted my um my poetry book to many different publishers but a lot of publishers don't really publish poetry collections unless you're known so I was like all right let me try to get some type of grant or scholarship so I can self-publish it and that's what I ended up doing because as long as I get it out there you know I can make a name for myself I just have to go out there and just push myself now I didn't expect to lose someone so soon after I just made such a um such an accomplishment and such an achievement and I didn't expect it to impact me the way that I did emotionally, the way that it did emotionally. So that was another turning part of my life that kind of helped me see perspective, you know, like how to get over something that's so emotionally and psychologically damaging, mostly damaging to me, like how to push forward, how to get over your grief, how to use your grief to kind of overcome it. So that helped a lot with me, like molding me to who I am today. Like if you ever meet me, I'm a little bit more like nonchalant. I say what's on my mind. I'm still very blunt. So if you don't like blunt people, I can sugarcoat it for you, but I don't like sugarcoating because it's kind of like lying and I really don't like lying. So um, 
I'm very straightforward, but I'm straightforward in a way that I'm not going to disrespect you. I'm just going to tell you exactly what I think if you want my opinion. So if you ask me for my opinion, expect it to be 100% like unbiased opinion. Because I look at it from an outsider's view. I'm not going to look at it if we're friends. I'm not going to look at it from like my point of view as your friend. I'm going to look at it from how I see it, how other people might see it. So you're going to get like unbiased, like a stranger's point of view. And I think that's what I love about psychology. It helped me kind of see things from that outside, like see it from an outsider's point of view. Even myself, like when I evaluate myself, I see it from an outsider's point of view. Like how would people see me? How are people going to react to me? And I'll talk a lot more about that in the next part of my segment. So I was talking about like how 26, like the difference of my reactions, like how I've evolved in my way of thinking and how I see the world at being in my mid-20s, being 26 or being 25, being 20, going into 26. And even my point of views, like I'm able to like, I think it has to do a lot with the research that I do in psychology, how um, my course that I've taken, teachers I've taken that have helped me kind of broaden how I see the world and help me observe the world from multiple angles and even when it comes to approaching certain problems so I feel like I'm a little bit less like of I have this point of view and I'm pushing it on you like I can see a problem from multiple aspects I know I don't really talk about politics on here but when it comes to my politics people get um not really annoyed. Some people might get annoyed, but they're very sensitive. Most of those types that I normally tell people I'm not liberal, but I'm not conservative either. On my politics views, I'm kind of in the middle. And there's a lot of people like me. People get surprised, like, what are you? I'm like, you know, the majority of the people that voted are kind of stuck in the middle. They're not in either one or the other camp. But the thing is, I like to see things from different points of view. So there's certain issues that I might be like, you know, I'll mix how I see it. Like, to some, it might seem a little bit more liberal. It might seem more conservative. Or it might seem it's a mixture. Most of my decisions, I try to keep in the middle. So I like to see things from all sides. So there's sometimes that I might agree with some people. Or at the same time, I might give them, like, you know, the devil's advocate. I love doing devil's advocate because I like to get people into seeing the other side's point of view. So that way you can understand where they're coming from. But at the same time, seeing if maybe your two ideas might work better if you put it together. Because that's even with psychology. Like, you have all these different aspects, and they're trying to say this one's better than the other. But then you're saying, wait, but if you approach certain problems, you can't just approach it from one point of view. You have to approach it from multiple points of view. And that's how you can actually come to a more precise assessment and that's how my thought is like instead of us thinking one way or the other how about we try to see if we can incorporate the two and have a better solution and I've noticed that that's come like I used to be a type person like how I thought is it that's it it's ultimate nobody else like no other suggestion is going to matter I just was straight to the point my view mattered and that's why I see a lot of these people that are like that I'm like it reminds me of how I was when I was younger and so I'm less aggressive to them as I am you know trying to let them see my point of view 
and say like isn't it possible that this could also work or help that like like, i get where you're coming from but what if we took an aspect of that and we incorporated into here you know we mix the two together like parts of that and parts of my idea wouldn't that work a little bit more efficiently and i've actually had a lot of conversation with people that might not agree with on certain politics we kind of came up with better solutions than people in washington dc might come up with so and understanding and respect for one another and that's what i like like i'm more about trying to bring people together instead of like dividing them because of you know these issues like i try to hear both sides i don't want people to feel like they were left out and that's the one thing that i learned from this election is that a lot of people did feel like they were left out and i remember that i was basically very close to someone who felt like you know they were left out by this previous administration and even the government over the few years so i understand where they're coming from and how the voters thought like it's not people that are in a certain discriminatory group it's more people felt like they weren't their voices aren't being heard so i have more of a rational thinking at 25 into 26 so i see i'm more not as laid back as I am like trying to be like I can see all points of view kind of unbiased so yeah I really love being in my mid-20s I'm more focused on like helping other people than I am about hey let's marriage babies right now like I feel like that could wait till I'm 30 and I'll talk a little bit more about my personal views on being mid-20s in the next segment I want to talk about how personally I feel at 20 mid 20s I've had a lot of people like I said before not really my close friends my close friends most of them are like either single or not at anything serious so that's great for me because I don't have the pressure feeling like I have to be in a relationship or I have to be like in a committed relationship or I have to be married or engaged or whatever have kids so that's a good thing because my whole thing with me and with the type of research that I personally do I notice that a lot of people like even with the research I do see on certain um relationships the younger you get married especially since our divorce rate is so high you have a higher chance of getting divorced down the line so it's not like when my grandmother was young where you can get married at like 18 and still be together like for the rest of your life it's not the same. We have more distractions. There's more factors that come into play. We can't even get a house at that age. Like my my grandmother and my grandfather were able to buy a house at a very young age. We weren't like we can't do that now. Like we can barely get a decent apartment in this in this um, time period. So it's a lot different factors. Less and less couples are actually getting married and are just living together and having a life together they're not taking that commitment because again marriage is like almost irrelevant to people now I'm kind of old-fashioned I do want to kind of get married and have kids one day probably like closer to 30 but I'm not in that rush because I know like from seeing like not only from research that I've gone over and research that I'm conducting but I've noticed that the younger you are, there's certain milestones you have to kind of meet. 
and each person like each person is different there is a variance between each person but there the milestone is always around the same time where you kind of have to be selfish where you have to do things for yourself and if you're in too serious of a relationship or you're in a point where you're like engaged or married and you don't fulfill those time periods then you're more likely to leave the person later on or get divorced later on it won't be like you know we're gonna live forever now unless you're one of those people that don't let like you know common factors like you know social media and things like that like modern factors affect you then you should be fine but those basically from what i've seen those milestones if you can't complete that beforehand before you get into that serious relationship they're going to come up later in life and that's when you start building up regret and resentment towards people mostly the people that you you're with your partner because you're going to feel like you know oh i could have done this at this age but it's already too late i'm like fucking 35 you know and i basically feel like i wasted 16 years of my life or 20 years of my life you know so that's why i'm kind of more the modern type even though i'm old-fashioned with i want to get married and then have kids but i know that like right now is my selfish time i need to focus on what i want to do like my goals that i want to accomplish before i'm 30 accomplish them and then you know if while i'm going down the line if i find that person that i'm ready to share my life with then that's great but for right now is my selfish time. I have a few more milestones that I need to accomplish or a few things I need to accomplish before 30. And then I can worry about that seriousness. Because my whole thing is I don't believe in divorce. Me personally, I don't, for myself, I would never get divorced. So when I get married, that's like it. That's, that, that's all. I'm not getting divorced. So I'm not somebody that's easy to like basically accept the ring. Or easy to jump into like, oh, I want to get married to just anyone. No. When I know it's right, then then I'll worry about that. But I'm very cautious. Not cautious. Like, I'm very, like, sensible when it comes to, like, what I want from life. And what I want from another person. So that's another benefit of me being, like, in my mid-20s. It's, right now is my me time. Like, discovering me, accomplishing my goals. That's why I kind of love this age period here. Like, I'm not no longer partying, but at the same time, you know, I want to do things that help me to discover who I am as a person and what my desires are. I was basically talking about like how even I perceive relationships so my my relationship or how I see relationships has definitely changed to how I was before before when I was younger I was more had like that fairy tale belief that outlook like that very innocent outlook on relationships now I have more realistic outlook on relationships and even with the way that I observe current relationships and when I observe people, I can normally, like, it's almost like I have a lot of my friends say, like, oh, you have, like, ESP when it comes to relationships. Because most of the time, depending on, like, 
getting a few of the details, I can tell you if the relationship's going to last or not. And most of the time, I'm, like, spot on. And this is something that, even if you talk to, like, somebody like a psychologist or a profile, they can most likely do it with no problem. Because it's all about the facts. Like, you, you can get personality facts about the person. And even with, like information about bits and pieces of information you might tell them about the relationship they can kind of get gauge the personality of that person you know and from that they can kind of estimate you know how long you're going to be together or you know what's going to happen down the line to cause if you guys do break up or if a person a group does um relationship does break up what's going to cause it by just looking at the person's personality so it's not like rocket science it science it's not even like you know esp it's basically just observation analyzation and like you know that's it you know putting the facts together and coming up with an estimation from that so I'm a lot more analytical than before, definitely a lot more observant. I'm a lot more patient than I was before. So I don't really get angry that much. Only certain things really get me pissed off, like push my buttons and it's like ignorance to certain things. And even like, so when somebody's ignorant about a topic and they just like are blatantly like straightforward yet push it as if it's fact, their point of view is fact, even when it can be completely wrong, that gets on my nerves but other than that like it takes a while like it really takes a lot for me to get mad or even like disturbed by a person so I feel confident about being 26 about being in my mid-20s I feel like I'm doing so much right now and working towards so much that I am proud of that I feel like I have so much more to accomplish before 30, but at the same time, like, I'm not worried about getting so close to 30. I'm more of like, you know, what can I do next? You know, what's my next step? Not even before 30, but just because my next step now, like, that's all I'm worried about is what's going on now instead of what's going on in the future. Because they say, like, you're anxious if you're thinking about the future and you're depressed if you think about the past. And you're happy and content when you're thinking about the present. And that's what I'm thinking about. And that's what I try to keep thinking about from day to day. It's like, you know, I can't really control what's in the future and I can't control what's in the past. So as long as I focus on what's going to happen today, then I can more likely, since that's more in my control, my range of control, I should be fine. So I'm going to do one more. uh, There's one more part to the segment. And I'm just going to kind of sum everything up. I wanted to just, like, being 26 or being in the mid-20s, I know a lot of people get scared about getting so close to to um, 30. But I'm going to talk a little bit more about that in the next part. But there's nothing really to fear, you know. As long as you have some type of sense of self and you've accomplished something at this point, there's nothing wrong with being in your mid-20s. It's actually intriguing. It's a time where you really have to look at yourself and like, you know what? If I haven't accomplished what I think I accomplished, then maybe I should go back and try to accomplish that. And, you know, don't worry about the age. Just be like, you know, I have the capacity. Like, I have the ability to 
do what I want to do. Like if I have a desire or an aspiration, I can fulfill it because I can do it regardless of my age. And that's what I try to live by. So this is the last part of my segment, lucky number nine. So I just want to talk a little bit more about, you know, being comfortable in your decision, not worrying about the time that you are, you have left before 30. Like I know a lot of people that are 20, like in their mid to late 20s and they're freaking out because I'm like, I'm almost 30. I haven't done this. I haven't done that. But I'm like, it's not really worrying about that. It's more focusing. It's like time has nothing to do with it. You can accomplish anything now. So you see it a lot of times, even with these reality shows, like, you know, things that were seen as you can't accomplish unless you're like a teeny bopper, like modeling. You see most of these famous models are what in their late 30s, early 40s, and they look like they're better than the like the fucking 16 year olds that are modeling. (laughs) So and getting better gigs than them. So you can do anything at this at at your age regardless whether it's you know an aspiration a dream like modeling writing or it's going back to school to get a degree that to help further your either just to further your own aspirations and goals or just to get you a better position in the career that you're already the career the career path you're already on so the one thing I learned about growing like you know maturing and getting older is this the wisdom that I've gathered from all my experiences in life all my experiences in life just kind of gave me a wisdom that I would probably not be alive today without it gave me a sense of self it gave me a reason to keep fighting for the things that I love not to sell out and just I could have easily gone for like a business career sold out for a business degree and made a whole bunch of money but then I would not have been happy because that's not what I want to do in life I want to help people and even though I probably would have made lots of money I wouldn't be happy because I wouldn't feel like I'm fulfilling anything in my life I'm just existing I'm not living and for me to live I have to impact people I want to leave an impact on this world that is great I want people to to help people in a way that might not have never been done before to help basically I don't want to be a superhero but I want to be a, a messenger or a person who can kind of alleviate some people's pain and help them in their time of need now how I do it I don't know yet but I feel like I'm on the right path. Whether it's through my writings or if it's through research that I've done or even counseling, I feel like I'm on the right path. And that's why I'm so happy about being in my mid-20s. Like, I'm not really worried about relationship-wise because I'm, I feel like I don't have those pressures. Like, yeah, my mom every once in a while is like, oh, I don't have grandbabies yet. She looks at me, I'm like, who are you looking at? <laughs> and don't come looking at me. I'm like, that's not going to happen for a while. I still got time. But, you know, I don't let that affect me. 
because I know sometimes she's just joking about it because she knows that I'm on my on the right path so yeah I hope one day that they do come but right now I'm on a path where I just want to make such a big impact that I want to inspire my future children so that they can be in they can know that they can do whatever they want whatever their heart desires they can go for it and that there's no limitations to what they can do so that they can be inspired to follow their heart instead of just following what society wants them to do that they hopefully too will make a big impact on this world and help people in whatever they want to do in life so thank you so much for listening and thank you so much for people that are giving me birthday wishes i will definitely answering answer them on saturday after class but thank you so much again i really appreciate every appreciate everything people that leave me comments um happy birthday wishes and people that share my words or leave me comments about um my projects thank you so much love you all Bye.